welcome, welcome to Fictional Twins, Twins, where we reread books from our past in an effort to understand why we are the way we are. I'm Erica. And I'm Kate. And today we're going to be reading or discussing um, James Patterson's Saving the World in Other Extreme Sports, as well as The Final Warning, the last two Maximum Ride novels that we will read ever in our lives. <laughs> because <laughs> we regret even starting them. <laughs> yeah, I I I understand kind of why we liked them when we were younger, but like yeah. also I kind of can't believe that I liked this so much. I'm I'm thinking of like the other books that I was reading that are just so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely so much better. Yeah, because like I'll reread parts of books that I read when I was younger now, and I still think, oh, this is a good book. Yeah, like they're simplified because obviously they're for children, but yeah, they're still good. I think the thing that's so enjoyable about these is like the sassiness of them. Like there's not a lot of books that have like the weird, like, I don't know, they just are constantly sassy. <laughs> it's very sarcastic. Yeah, it is. It's like super sarcastic. Yeah. Which is, it, that is, like, different from other, like, young adult books that I've read mm -hmm. for, like, this young of an age group. Yeah, because it's usually a lot, like, either very melodramatic mm -hmm. or very happy. Yeah. And, like, I do think that this, that this series is, like, it was kind of like a blueprint for a lot of the books that are popular now. Like, the mm -hmm. tropes that it has. Like, it has, like, found family... It's got some friends to lovers action. Friends to lovers, <laughs> which is not as elite as enemies to lovers, but like you no. could also, they could also be enemy. They're like, they're like frenemies to lovers. Yes, <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I don't know. There's it's like the like chosen one by close proximity. Ooh yeah, <laughs> there probably could have been a one bed trope, but like they never really leaned into it. No, I think it was a little too young for the one bed trope. Damn it. <laughs> James! <laughs> James and your ghostwriters. Well, let's start uh, off with <clears throat> saving the world in other extreme sports. I think out of the four that we read, this is the worst. It's a hot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I can't really remember the second one, but like, this one is Doesn't really that bad. say a lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> But I will say that I, like, actively didn't enjoy reading this one. This one made me angry. Yeah. I had to force myself to finish this. Yeah, I was, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I skimmed a good yeah. amount of it because it, so much of it, this book, my book is how many pages? 407 pages. Mine's 400 and, oh, yeah. Oh, we have two epilogues, 405. Yeah, so, like, very similar. But, like, I would say probably three-fourths of this book is just them fighting. Mm -hmm. Various fight scenes. Mm -hmm. Which are not engaging to read. Because they're no. not well written. No. And they're also the flock is also split up in this one. Yeah. So you basically read the same flights. Fights. <laughs> Flight. <laughs> you got wings. <laughs> birds on the mind. It's basically the same fight scene. But different perspectives. Yeah. So the book, this one starts off with them <sighs> driving. Mm -hmm. where, like, where are they going? How did the other one end? I don't know, and I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. 
But so like, basically they're like, oh my God, we're fleeing another fight. Should we fight or should we go find a place to settle down? Yes. And then everyone except for Max wants to find a spot to settle down. Yeah, but Max is like, you guys, I have to save the world. Me and me alone, you Which, guys. That, just that thought, that, <laughs> I just have such an issue with that alone. I do too. Because this, they made so many of you. Yeah, like you obviously aren't supposed to do it alone. No. She's such an egomaniac, I can't. <laughs> And it's just like every time that one of them like mentioned helping, she's like, this is my mission. And I'm like, okay, then you go do it and let them settle down. Yeah. Yeah. Like you go do it. Stop dragging them around. Mm -hmm. And she's always like, I have to protect these children. And it's like, okay, then stop bringing them into fights. Also, the children can take care of themselves. Yeah. yeah. The eight-year-old has done more bombs to get you out of situations <laughs> than all the roundhouse kicks have. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's just so true. Um, but so Max and Fang leave to go, like, look for a house to live in? Question mark? I don't know what they think they're going to find. It's not easy. It's not easy. I know. Like, what do they think is going to happen? But while they are off, um, oh, so the erasers are apparently gone. Max Max's voice is back after a hiatus yeah. from the last book. Obviously, the ghostwriter of the previous book didn't appreciate the voice. The voice was pointless. But the voice one. is like, all the erasers have been eradicated. Yeah, they're done. But Nudge, Iggy, Gazzy, and Angel are ambushed by robo erasers mm -hmm. that are called Flyboys. Because fly what else? You know, and the Flyboys know they're called Flyboys. They do, and they also speak sometimes in unison, but sometimes not. And they say very weird things like, it's your time to die, time to die. Mm -hmm. Which, why would you program robots to speak? Like, they're supposed to be killing machines. They don't need to talk. I know. They really, ha there's no purpose. No purpose, except for like... It's, it's just an opportunity for them to be, like, sassy back. Also, why do they even need wings? If it's a robot, can't you just, like... Oh, yeah, like a drone. Kind yeah. Of. I don't know. The people writing these books obviously didn't do any kind of, like, real research. No. It's just, let's just go for it. Yeah. But anyway, it's so... so true. Why <laughs> wings? Wings are not... They're not no. efficient for things that are birds. So you tell me you can program it to talk, find these children, but like flying without the wings is just not possible. <laughs> it's all for the aesthetics. The aesthetics. <laughs> it's a mimic. Yeah. It's in regards to the originals. Yep. <clears throat> but, anyway, but anyway, while the younger kids are being attacked, um, Max and Fang make out. Yes! Which, honestly, iconic. The way Fang kisses her, iconic. The scenes, loved it. I, I love them. It. <laughs> I bookmarked it as well. I can't not. Like, are you kidding me? I Fang, need that. He, oh my god, okay, listen to this. Fang's hand gently smoothed my hair off my neck. My breath froze in my chest, and every sense seemed hyper alert. His hand stroked my hair again so softly, then trailed across my neck and shoulder and down my back, making me shiver. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but then, okay, I looked up. What the heck are you doing? 
helping you change your mind, he whispered. And then he leaned over, tilted my chin up, and kissed me. I'm sorry, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Like, honestly, that's a good, that's yes. a good scene. Why can't the rest of the book be of this quality? I don't know. I love that we both <laughs> both walked in. <laughs> When I read it, I literally gasped. I, like, Me too! <laughs> this is why we have such high standards, because of this shit. But it's literally like, a, it's like half of a, it's not even half, it's like a quarter of a page worth of write, reading. And like, this is the thing that kept us reading. Like, I am yes. almost entirely convinced. This is why. This is, because I was like, if there is any other crumb of this kind of kissing, touching if in this like book, caress. A, oh, I want it. Give it to me. <laughs> but yeah, then okay. So this amazing kiss—they're making out, and then Max's response is to flee. Flee. I've never felt so betrayed in my life. I was like, girlfriend. If Max was my friend, and I heard this story, I would be aghast. Aghast. And then just say. You're dumb, dumb. <laughs> like, not just dumb. You are dumb. <laughs> I know, because Fang is so... I think Fang levels up in this book. The book in its yes. entirety is bad, but Fang... Quite up. Yeah, he's good in this one, because he, like, gets more emotional. He, like, mm -hmm. demands more. He just speaks he's more. He's leaning into his role. Yeah, he really is. He's described more as angular and dark, which is, I just, anytime oh. a boy is described as oh. angular and dark, I'm there. I'm, I'm sold. <laughs> but so, yeah, Max runs away, ruins the moment. Yeah. And, oh, and then you get a, you get a chapter from Fang's perspective. And he's, yeah. like, he's like, she would rather, like, jump out into open air than kiss me again. And I was like, oh, Fang, that is completely, like, valid that that's how you feel right now. And Max is an idiot, and I do want to punch her in the face. Mm -hmm. Literally just tragic. Yeah. But, so then Max comes back, doesn't... Doesn't acknowledge. Doesn't... Oh, also the thing that pissed me off is that Fang kept being like, we have to talk, Max. And yes! Max was like, I don't want to talk. But then there was one line where she was like, I'm going to get him to talk to me if I have to beat it out of him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, girl... girl He's asking. He's literally asking. You keep running away, jumping off of cliffs, and flying away. Like, you're the one. Miscommunication trope. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. But she's the one doing it because she'll say that she wants him to talk and that she wants things to find, like, a new normal or yeah. the old normal. Just, like, find some level where everyone's, like, on the same page. Yeah. But then as soon as he tries to bring it up, she always leaves. Yeah. She is terrible but also like she is the person that we learned how to behave from because <laughs> do you see the do you see yeah we're not gonna go into that because that's our personal business none of you need to hear about that <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah but anyway um <laughs> Then what happened? Then they get they all just get captured, right? And they go back to the school. No, I think the who's left, Iggy, Nudge, Cassie, and Angel, <clears throat> they get captured. Yeah. Max and Fang take a detour to the Martinez. Oh, you're you're so right. I forgot about this. Yeah. This key plot point. Yeah. They El 
not Ella, Dr. Martinez removes the chip from Max's arm. She loses function of her hand. Yeah. She doesn't <laughs> seem to care. That she, would freak me out. I would be so freaked. And also, that's hard. Yeah. It's very hard to go from having two hands to just to all one. of a sudden one. Yeah. Oh, and also while she's doped up on Valium. Mm. Also Let's find it. Let's find it. Should we just read the whole chapter since it's only three pages? Yeah, maybe. Maybe the key points. Um, someone took my other hand. Fang. I felt his calluses, his bones, his strength. Oh my god, his strength! I'm so glad you're here. I slurred, smiling dopely up at him. I took in his startled, worried expression, but dismissed it. I know everything's fine if you're here. That's so sweet. That's also... I know. Oh, it's so sweet. It's so comforting, right? Like, to have that level of trust in someone. I know. And they're 14 years old. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, also imagine Fang standing there and, like, hearing that. Like, oh, my God, oh. his sweet little bird heart. So then she says again, like, I'm so glad you're here. And he's, like, after he, like, already said, like, yes, I'm here. And then she goes, I don't know what I'd do without you. You'd be fine, he muttered. No, I said, suddenly struck by how unfine I would be. I would be totally unfine. Totally. It seemed very urgent that he understood this. Um, and then some stuff, they talk about the chip game taken out. Who cares uh, about that? Who cares? <laughs> Okay, said Fang, we're taking it out. I just want you to hold my hand. I am holding your hand. And then she go like she drifts off for a little bit, but still feels Fang's hand in hers. And then she says, Do you have a lazy boy somewhere? <laughs> I think I would like a lazy boy. I mused, letting my eyes trip. Referring to a previous conversation when Fang said he would like a lazy boy in a house situation. Yep, yep. And then she says again, Fang, don't go anywhere. I won't. I'm here. Okay, I need you here. Don't leave me. I won't. Fang, Fang, Fang. I murmured, overwhelmed with emotion. I love you. I love you so much. I tried to hold out my arms to show how much, but I couldn't move them. Oh, jeez. Fang said, so strength. Oh, yeah! Because that's better advice. She's doped up on, like, anesthetics and other... In front of the doctor. Mm -hmm. And Ella. <laughs> yeah, and So Ella. the doctor and this other teenage girl. And then there's 14-year-old Bang, who's completely sober, just hearing I love this. It. I love that he did his response is, oh, geez. It's so cute. <laughs> so and it's perfect. Again, I think these weird, like, emotional moments between Max and Fang are the best written in the books. Yeah. This ghostwriter, she knew what to yeah, do. Yeah, this ghostwriter, she she knew what was up. Because I think it's like the best level of showing the deep trust and appreciation that they have for each other. Yeah, absolutely. But still at a 14-year-old, you don't know, you don't understand your emotions. Level. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And maybe that's why all the action is written so poorly because the person who wrote this one like just wasn't equipped. But like, no, no, no. it's definitely like part of the maximum ride fantasies yes. them just constantly fighting it's a slow burn unfortunately but yeah i loved that scene i also like squealed while i was reading that mm -hmm. but 
But so then they get the whatever chip out. Max can no longer use her hand. And then they realize they go, they try to go back to find Nudge, Gazzy, Iggy, Angel, and they realize they're kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So they go to try to rescue them. Unclear how they found them. Yeah, I don't know how they found them. But once they get there, they realize that Angel's working for the White Coats. Yep, Angel's a traitor. Which which tracks. Who's surprised? Angel's the worst. Not me. <laughs> So there's some stuff in the lab that goes on. Well, in the lab, they're like they they wake up strapped to all these beds, and Angel isn't there. And then the white coats show up with Angel, and they're like, "Just kidding! Everything that has ever happened to you has been a simulation." Yes, they're like, "It was all in your mind. You imagined it all. We like created all of that to see how powerful your imaginations were." Which, how do you come back from that? Yeah, like what that makes also what. And then her hand, she has her hand again. Yeah, her hand works again. The scars, no scars are gone. So she's like, this is, this must be true. But mm-hmm. also that's insane. My trippy. And like, also, she retains use of her hand. That's just too, that's just convenience. That was just so that she didn't have to deal with a not yeah. usable hand. <laughs> that's, they didn't know how else to write with one hand. So. But also, what I was confused about that. Is, would Iggy still have his sight? If she still had her... But, but or is Iggy, that I think, it was before they left? Yeah, I think because he lost his sight while he was... Like, when he was, like, littler. It's <clears throat> unfortunate. I know. I wish he could... I Like, I love that, you know, Iggy is blind. But, like, also, he's so upset about it all the time. <laughs> all the time. But, yeah, so Jeb is there... Angel's there. Ari's there. Ari is like, remember when there was that weird part where I was dead in one book and then alive again and then dead? The reason is because I was actually dead and then they brought me back to life. Which I Casual. appreciated them trying yeah. to patch over that inconsistency. I think this ghostwriter probably read the first two books, realized, yeah. and said, okay, I'll address this real quick. Yeah, I'll just real quick, I'll try to fix this for any of you who care. <laughs> We find out that Ari has an expiration date that's coming up. Which, didn't they all all have expiration dates? In the first book, don't they, like, read each other's expiration dates when they're on the streets in New York? And that does sound familiar. But then in this book, they don't, because they check. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. Probably. Who cares? <laughs> I... But so then, uh, they escape... Things happen, but I don't think they're relevant. Yeah, eventually they escape. They bring Ari with them. Oh, because Angel Angel and Max had this whole scheme. (sighs) Which is so boring. I wish the Angel was actually just evil. It doesn't make sense. Basically, Angel and Max had agreed in some other previous book that if they ever were to get captured again, Angel would pretend to be on the white coat side to free max and all the others which doesn't make sense because how did that even happen if she wasn't a traitor to begin with i know it doesn't make any sense it's just a convenient little we need angel in the book still we want you to trust her yeah and i feel like they're like we know everyone hates angel so we have to give her like a redemption arc yeah but i just it would have been so much more interesting if she was like a six-year-old evil genius who like ruined their lives yes because max loves her the most Mm -hmm. ultimate betrayal I also feel like they could have done so much with even just, like, her and Gazzy. Yeah. Like, the plot line of the siblings being on different sides. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like Angel and Gazzy's character and storylines are just so much... All the 
all the other characters are so underdeveloped. Yeah, absolutely. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not mad. <laughs> you just expect it at this point. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so they bring Ari. <clears throat> Which Fang disapproves of. Because mm-hmm. Ari did try to kill Fang multiple times. And almost yeah. succeeded. Multiple times. So Fang literally says to Max, it's him or me, babes. You gotta choose. And Max chooses Ari. Which, to be fair, I don't think I also would have been... Because Max is thinking, well, he's going to die soon anyway. Yeah, no, it was, it was, I think, a reasonable thing. I think that Fang was being a little bit, you know, I understand why he was upset. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I, I was just annoyed that Fang left. Yeah. So Fang I'm, leaves with Iggy and Gassy. Iggy, yeah, they literally were just like boys versus girls, which I thought was so stupid. I would have thought Nudge would have gone with Fang, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that's so true, because they, they're buds. Mm-hmm. They kind of lose their relationship in these these last two books. They do. Yeah. And then they really do kind of drive home, like, the girls are close. Yeah. And then the boys are close. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. I'm, yeah. Because I liked, I liked Fang and Nudge's. I did, too. The other dynamic. Yeah. <clears throat> but so the boys go to California. Mm-hmm. And the girls go to Europe. Europe. <laughs> because, you know, everyone can afford a plane ticket to Europe. Right? They're like, oh, it's just convenient. Angel can, like, talk her way onto a plane for us in business class with, like, multiple first class meals and stuff. It's just so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so they go and they go. The girls go and, like, find a bunch of iTech's headquarters Yes. And they're trying to find, like, the top one so that they can, like, cut it all out from, like, th- the base. Yes, yes, yes. And the boys are trying to find People magazine so that Fang can give them his blog so that everyone knows about the mutant kids and the evil mm-hmm. iTex people. But they do talk quite a fair amount about girls in bikinis while they're in California. Which was so questionable. I was like, this, this, these novels are like aimed towards young women. And this is what you're giving them? I know. I was like, why? They literally use the word beach bunnies multiple times. Yes. I was like, can we not? Can we just not? I'm pretty sure that's a scene where like something spills on a girl's chest. Yeah. And, it's just and like- Iggy is like, explain it to me. And so Fang is like, it spilled. <laughs> And then there's Gassy, the eight-year-old, who's literally yeah. just like, what do I talk like, yeah, She's Gassi's wearing like- <laughs> this color shirt. Like, I know, it's kind of gross, but... Yeah, but, um... So Fang is just spilling it all on the blog. The others are in Europe trying to find stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Somehow they get captured in Europe. They send an email to Fang. Fang posts on his blog to go to Europe. Yeah, to go to the specific location where they are. Yeah. They meet, so remember in the last book, the woman from Virginia, whose house they stayed at, she mm-hmm. was supposed to be the director yeah. of the school. Yeah. But now we meet a new woman who is supposed to be the director of ITEX, I guess, as a whole, mm-hmm. who also claims to be Max's mother. Mm-hmm. Which, Why? Like, why? But so, while they're there, they decide to have a showdown of mutant children. And Max has... Because Max 
2.0 is there too. Yeah, Max 2.0 is there. There's also clones of Angel and Nudge, mm-hmm. which they don't really address. No. And then all these other high-tech yeah, mutants. Yeah, just mutants. Mutants out the butt. <laughs> mutants out the butt. Mutants of all different types of mutants. <laughs> we got them all. <laughs> um, but so Max is like pitted in a competition against this person called the Omega. <laughs> We're in that joke too. He got some Omega verse <laughs> representation of. <laughs> We're just throwing it all into this one. <laughs> Maybe the title of this should be Maximum Ride is really an Omega verse. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there is Omega verse fanfic for Maximum Ride. Oh God, do we find it? <laughs> I think maybe we should find it, but, uh, but we digress. Max kicks, kicks butt as she always does. They end mm-hmm. up, you know, outsmarting everyone, getting away. Mm-hmm. And Fang never makes it. No. Because <laughs> Fang couldn't get on a flight yeah, to Europe. Yeah, the flyboys prevent him. So he, like, posted on his blog for all these children. Yep, literal children. <laughs> to just go and start throwing things at the walls and the buildings of every single ITEX. Yep. Throughout the world. Yep. So, I mean, children save the world. <laughs> Look, that's what we learned. That's what we learned. Um, and then... Oh, Ari died. Oh, Ari died. Like, literally in the middle of that battle. Yeah, it was not... He didn't get a lot of attention for his death. I think Jeb went and, like, cried. Yeah. But, which, like, too little too late, Jeb. Come on. You don't get to cry when he's dead and then not pay attention to him when he's alive. I know. Honestly, I would read a whole book on Ari. I would, too. Ari's perspective is, I think, the most interesting. Yeah. A seven-year-old boy in a grown man wolf body. Who... Mother's dead. Yeah, mother's dead. Has a weird obsession with Max. Like the dad idolizes this other kid and care, could care less about you. Mm-hmm. I know it's really sad. Yeah, Max like tried to like teach him how to write his name, and I was like, this is really pathetic. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Um, <clears throat> but so Fang, no, no, Max, Nudge, Angel go back to the United States. Mm-hmm. Are reunited. The yes. boys. We find out that director is not actually Max's mom. Instead, yeah. the mom is Ella, not Ella, Dr. Martinez. <laughs> and her father is Jeb. Yeah, so she was half siblings with Ari. Which, okay, here's my issue with that storyline. Give it to me. She automatically starts calling Dr. Martinez mom. It's like she thinks she's the best thing like ever, like mm-hmm. the greatest person in the world. Mm-hmm. And look, I love Dr. Martinez in the book. However, she was still, she was in, they kicked her out of the school. Like she was in the school, part of the planning team, mm-hmm. meaning she was agreeing to let other children and her own child be tested on. Yeah, that's, I also, I don't get that. Like, it would make more sense if she left herself. Yes. Or like, I don't know if she was hoodwinked into participating. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, it's definitely like, cause they also, when she and Fang are there for the first time in the beginning of the book, they find a picture of Gazzy, which I don't yeah. know why they keep finding pictures of Gazzy all over the place. <laughs> They're like, Gazzy needs more representation in these books. We'll so just... he will be the picture that we found. Yeah, but like, so she was obviously involved. Yeah, because it was with the picture of Gazzy was in books of yeah. like 
DNA. Yeah, DNA and bird books. Yes. Yeah, it's stupid because Max distrusts every single adult except for this one woman, and it just conveniently is her biological mother. Yeah. And also, I just feel like she was still involved. Like, all the other parents were either, like, paid off drug addicts drug addicts or like had the kids stolen from them like there's other explanations but she willingly was like yeah use one of my eggs yeah she and jeb give me really similar vibes where they're just like really weirdly apathetic about the Mm -hmm. fact that this is like a real like child that like is their it's their child yeah and they're like whatever we trust you go go forth go forth go conquer yeah. Go get tested on, too. It's fine. Okay. Moving on. Uh, the final warning. Honestly, it felt like a very different book, very different series, mm-hmm. but I liked it. Yeah. It's much better than the other three. Yeah. It may be because it's about 100 pages less. 100 page, 100 pages less. Mm-hmm. But also, like... Oh, more than that. This one was only 256. Minus 244. How Ooh. interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like definitely not as long and there's much less action yes. in this book. It's much more realistic of So basically they've told people people are now finding out about their the mutant children. Children. And the government tried to make a deal with them. Yeah, they're like, we'll send you to school, you'll have a safe place to live, we'll just study you. And Max is like, I've seen this before, I know you Mm -hmm. want more from me. No, no, no. No, no, no. So then they end up teaming up with the scientists who are trying to study global warming. Mm -hmm. And basically, all they're helping them to do is like this. I read it as like, they're supposed to get the high altitude places because mm-hmm. they, be- they do better with less oxygen. They can get places that the human scientists cannot. Yeah, they're just like there to help research and yeah, assist. Gather data. Yeah, very like low key stuff. Yeah. And they're going to Antarctica, mm-hmm. which is iconic. Why? Why would they go there? Yeah, so I didn't get the $20 because it was not Alaska. It was not Alaska, but honestly close. Like, Antarctica, Alaska, same vibe, same first letter. Mm -hmm. Oh, Um, Iggy can see? Yeah, Iggy can see if everything is white. Yes. Which, like... Very unfortunate. Why why was that included, really? Just to give him a little glimmer of hope. Yeah. And I think maybe why this book is good, too, is because there's a little bit more adult action in it like there's more adult interaction because the scientists are adults and like they see that adults aren't all that bad but there's just different perspectives and conversations yeah and like there's a lot of talk in this book about like the environment and it was it was a little heavy-handed at some points like it was one of luxury yeah and one of fang's blogs is like hey kids you should think about becoming a scientist and it's like okay you're encouraging like everyone to go into stem through this book yes but it was it was nice having like an overarching like theme Mm -hmm. and purpose yeah like it was much more purposeful this yes yeah Uh uh-huh um until we got to the end (laughs) yeah the last half was a little like nah but so okay they're in antarctica they're like studying whatever and they're they're with some penguins and one of the researchers Mm -hmm. gets attacked by a leopard seal 
Yeah. And Max and Fang save her. And then they discover that she's actually part robot and that she's been a spy this whole time. For and, and who? like part robot as in her skin was kind of peeled off from the leopard seal and there was wires, wires and metal Which, in like, her. Why? Why, why couldn't it have just been a human spy? Why did they have to make her... A robot. Like, what? How did they have such advanced technology to make this woman so perfectly also, human? if we had that technology, you would think we could do so much more for the environment by, like, maybe sucking out the carbon dioxide. Yeah, yeah. But instead, we're making spies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> off topic. Off I digress. Topic. <laughs> But so eventually Angel is like, I want a baby penguin. Penguin. So she wanders off with Total and In a snowstorm. Yeah. And the sexy um Malamute dog that Total's in Oh with, yeah. Which is iconic. I love that. They included a dog romance in this book. And Angel gets stuck in this snowstorm. She falls into like a crevice of ice. She can't get out because the dog's on top of her. Yep, so... Her foot's stuck. Yeah. Angel just being the worst once again. Making life difficult for everyone. Yeah. As usual. So Max and Fang go to find her. They get her out. They're, like... They make a little fort to wait up a storm in. And are attacked by... More robots. More robots. And what's the guy's name? Oh. Grover? Something with a G. Gollum? (laughs) Gozen. Why is it Gozen? I feel like that means something. Let's, see. Let's look it up. Go. It's like something Gozen. like godlike. I feel is my prediction. Oh, oh, Gozen is a Japanese term meaning young lady or young lord. It is sometimes applied as a title for female warrior warrior samurai. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> That makes literally no sense because this character is described as very large and very male and Frankenstein-like. I know, very that, masculine. That makes me very uncomfortable that they just like ripped this like Japanese term and made it into this name for this whatever. Just some questionable choices in these books. But anyway, Gozen kidnaps Fang, Max, Angel. Apparently had also kidnapped Nudge, Iggy, and the gas man. Kind of led to assume that the other scientists were killed. Yeah, or very badly hurt. Which we just kind of, like, skip past. We don't express any concern. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, like, I appreciated that we missed that action. Like, I'm I'm over the fight scenes, the kidnap scenes. I'm glad. This was very much a Fang, Max, Angel, and the dogs came out of the crevice mm-hmm. and they were just kind of they were, got stuck a little bit and mm-hmm. then they come out of that and then they're swooped up into a net very like yeah all done. done yeah you guys can't fight yeah it's all over which was also refreshing because yeah, it feels nice more realistic yeah it does feel more realistic yeah because they're just children but so they are flown as the, the flock is flown to miami because mm-hmm. why not? It's uh, there's a hurricane happening, and that's fine. They meet the Uber director because we've already had two directors, so there must be an Uber director. But the Uber director is a director of what? We don't know, but it's also the Uber director is not a person. <laughs> it's a brain in a tank connected to a computer with a bunch of organs that are run by machines. 
possibly a face we don't really know i don't know i was just i only was picturing the character Fish from cake. yeah umbrella academy <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> But yeah, so they get there. The Uber director is like, you guys are going to make me a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're like, wow, who are you? What are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to save the environment. And they're like, us too. And he's like, no, you guys are abominations. Mm-hmm. You need to be killed. But then but instead of killing them, he auctions them off to different countries to be used as weapons. Yeah, I don't. it literally makes no sense. None at all. But so they're in oh. this convenient way to get out of this one <laughs> they're in a large skyscraper <laughs> full, of, floor. full of windows glass windows in the middle of a, of a category five hurricane so all the windows break and they just all fly out mm-hmm. and then they just fly into the eye of the storm yep and they just move with the eye of the storm yep and they max i guess the 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 fish tank man and goes in are flying through the hurricane and Max just mm-hmm. shoves them like, out of the eye of the hurricane and is like, go die. Yeah. Which so far she's had like this refusal to kill people. But in this book, she was like, mm, all bets are off. I can make an exception for you guys. <laughs> she's like, you're the first people to actually auction us. Yeah. So done. <laughs> yeah. But so then basically like that's it. Like they are saved. They meet up with Jeb and Dr. Martinez. Dr. Martinez. And then the trending of this book is the fact that Max addresses Congress. Yeah. He gives a speech. A very poorly written speech. So long. It was like five pages of this book. Yes. Basically saying to like help pay attention to the environment, mm-hmm. stop global warming, climate change is real, which all mm-hmm valid and true points also However, it was a, it was a little weird how like the things that were in this book that was this book was written like 10 years ago at least mm-hmm. they're still very relevant today still very relevant because unlike in this book congress doesn't listen to 14 yeah. year old girls talking no 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 we have greta third third what's her name third greta oh what's her i don't know you everyone you knows know. who greta is we, yeah yep <sighs> so very greta ask yeah less less eloquent but mm-hmm. but then and then they like cut a ribbon at a school yeah there's a school made for mutant children because if we if we recall back to the first book max freed a laboratory of about 10 year old children into new york city we don't have time to unpack that <laughs> we don't have time to unpack that i really want to read the graphic novel but also i don't no. we're done we're done oh Sorry, I just saw that and I was like, what am I? I? Okay, going back. School for mutant children. (laughs) Um, But the flock, of course, doesn't stay because I'm pretty sure the voice says something. So they cut the ribbon. Yeah, the voice is like, time to go, Max. Which we also heard maybe in the second to last book that the voice is Jeb. And then they're like, oh, just kidding. The voice isn't Jeb. But it is Jeb sometimes. Jeb can do the voice, but he's not the voice. Yeah, which, come on, guys. It's just so dumb. There's no rules that we follow. Anything could be a lie. Yeah, but they also just blindly trust everything. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, Dr. Martinez was the one to send them to the scientists and also didn't tell them where they were going, just said to get on the flight. Yeah, they were like... (laughs) 
And they did it. Yeah. And, like, yes, it was for a good cause, but also, you've had five meetings with this woman? <laughs> I know, like, where are your survival instincts that you claim to have? There are none! <laughs> so, yeah, the book just ends with them flying off into the distance yet again. Yeah. And that is all we could handle. We're not, we can't read anymore. None none more for us, please, and thank you. We're closing, we're closing, we're closing the, the chapter. closing it. I guess. Do you have any closing thoughts? I don't know. Like I feel, <laughs> I feel a little emptiness leaving Maximum Ride behind. It was. It was. There were moments of joy. Yes. In this revisiting of Maximum Ride, especially the first one. The first one, yeah, because the first one I remembered the most. Mm -hmm. This one, I, I didn't even remember them going to Antarctica, but yeah, I think that it was like it was enlightening. Yeah. And I wouldn't do it again. No. It will always have a very special place in my heart. Yeah, I'll keep these books probably forever. Yeah, because this was the first series that I think I ever loved. Because mm -hmm. up until then, I read a lot of, like, standalone and, like... Mm -hmm. But I just will never reread it. Yeah, never again. We'll think of it fondly in a couple of months once I've recovered from the rereading. Yeah, once it becomes blurry in my memory again, yeah. I think I'll like it more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But and as always, I love Fang with my whole heart. Oh, the very first emo boy, the very first emo boy we loved. Mm -hmm. New appreciation for Ari. Yeah, definitely new appreciation for Ari. I don't I didn't really remember his character a lot. No, now, now I know that he's like one of the most complicated and interesting characters. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have a whole book on Gazi and Angel's relationship because mm -hmm. I feel like Angel's kind of a, a lull. Power hungry, and then sweet Gazzy's just trying to survive. Yeah. But at the same time, like, Angel is insufferable, but she is one of the more interesting characters. Yes. If they had just written her a little bit better, yeah. she could have been a great villain. Yeah. Now she's just an annoying six-year-old. Yep. <laughs> well, any other thoughts? Nudge deserved better. Yeah, Nudge always deserved better. But yeah, so... I feel drained. I'm, I'm trying to think of something to say, and it's just blank. <laughs> God, drain's a good word. <laughs> yeah. We're moving on. Yeah, we're moving on to bigger and better things. <laughs> a court of thorns, thorns and roses. roses. Neither one of us have read. Yeah, neither one of us are familiar with this series. Mm -mm. But it is like a... Not like a childhood favorite of people, but I know people started reading the series like a long time ago when it first came out. Yes. And I think that it just ended. Okay. I don't know if that's true or not, but I think the last book in the series just came out like a few months ago. Exciting. Yeah. So we want to get in on the hype because we've both seen it online a ton in like the book, yeah. the book internet community. Mm hmm so that'll be our next read. I'm really excited to read some questionable fairy smut. I'm so excited. It's my favorite. Oh. You love to see it. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, God. <laughs>